Welcome to the Finding a Job Podcast, a Ben J. Schaap LLC production. In this podcast, we share the stories of world-class business leaders as they discuss their professional journeys, job search strategies, and tactics that have led them to career success. If you're looking to find a fulfilling, well-paying career path, this podcast will unearth the tools and tips you need to expedite your learning curve and avoid common roadblocks that face people entering the working world. Now here's the host of the Finding a Job podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Finding a Job podcast. Today, we're going to reveal some of the practical job search tips and strategies you need to land a great first job. Joining us again is Leslie Mittler, who is the co-host of the Finding a Job podcast and a career coach and co-founder of Early Stage Careers. Leslie's company is a service that helps college students bridge the gap between their education and their first job. And today, Leslie and I are going to talk about how you can do a better job networking to find the right first job. Okay. Here's my conversation with Leslie Mittler, career coach and co-founder at Early Stage Careers. Leslie, welcome back to the Finding a Job podcast. Thank you so much. Good to be back here. We're going to talk about something that I think is critically important, not only to finding your first job, but it's important throughout your career. And actually, to me, this is really the start of the most important thing you're going to do developing a career, which is building your network. Talk to me about what you consider to be networking. How do you define networking? Well, networking is reaching out to people who might be in a position to either help you directly or make introductions to people who can help you directly to get closer to a job or learn more about a job or career that you're interested in pursuing. So if I look at a quick definition of networking, it is the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. There's also a second description of what networking is, which is linking computers together to allow them to operate interactively. And I think that there's an important connection between these two definitions, even though they're not necessarily meaning the same thing. There is essentially a system where you're making connections, whether it's in computing, you're connecting multiple devices together to distribute information. And when you're doing it professionally, you're essentially doing the same thing, right? You're making connections, you're meeting people. And it is not always just a one-to-one connection. Sometimes you're meeting a person who can lead you on to the next connection to help you create the roadmap of where you want to go. So to me, you know, networking is not just about building the professional relationships and asking people who can get you an interview. It is more of a holistic thing that you're going to do throughout your entire career, which is building important relationships that are going to help you make connections today and down the road. I think the important thing to understand about networking is that you don't want to wait until you need to start networking to build your network. And I think a lot of people in college and early careerists tend to think about networking as something you do simultaneously with looking to apply to jobs or change jobs. And the truth is that from the time you enter college or before, you should be casually starting to build your network. And you should be doing it in a way that, you know, it's not something that you need right now, but you're trying to get to know people and you're trying to let them get to know you in a way that's more natural before you ask them for help. So by the time you're asking them for help or asking them for a favor, 
the two of you have formed a relationship. And that's when networking becomes more fluid. I think a lot of the times people that are looking for their first job or people that are relatively early in their career, when they think about networking, they think of awkward, forced conversations with somebody that you don't know about something that you want. How do I get something out of a contact who I just made? And Leslie, what I like about what you're saying is that you need to start building relationships early so when you need some support, you actually have the foundation of a good relationship. Talk to me about some of the places where you can go to start networking. Well, certainly any sort of clubs or social organizations, fraternities, sororities, any kinds of clubs that you might join on campus are excellent places to network because you're going to be with a group of people who are all similarly attracted to the group or organization for many of the same reasons that you are. And you're going to be working with them towards a common goal. And I think it's a really good way to get to know people and start to build loyalty and relationships. One of the ways that I think is really important and that is often overlooked on college campuses is reaching out to professors. Professors do nothing but teach rooms of students every day for years. And so many people have passed through those rooms that they are often connected to these people because they've either had them do research for them, they've gotten to know them after hours, they've written recommendations for them. And so if you get to know a professor well, they might very well be connected to somebody either on LinkedIn or not on LinkedIn who they can introduce you to who is a former student that may be at a company or in a situation that could be a very positive networking opportunity for you. I think one of the things that you're talking about is some of the ways that you can network inside the university, right? You can meet your classmates, your peers. Those relationships very much count. There's also your professors. There's also people that work in your career services department. On some level, their job is to help you network as well. Let's talk a little bit about networking outside of the school environment. What are some other places you can go to network outside of your university? So I think one of the things that a lot of students tend to do is that they immediately turn to people in their family for introductions. Now, there's nothing wrong with that if those introductions are made in the right way. And so what I mean by that is that a lot of time parents just want to take their student's resume and send it to people that they know, and they think that that's going to result in an effective introduction. When in fact, if those people haven't had a chance to speak with you directly and know anything about you, it would be very difficult for them to A, feel invested in you and B, feel like they could speak to you with people who they work with or people that they know in a way with any kind of authority. So the first thing that I would suggest is, yes, parents and family are a terrific way to meet people. But if you're going to go that route, what you immediately want them to do is try to turn the connection over to you so you can build the relationship with that person, so you can talk to that person and tell them who you are, what you're looking for, what makes you qualified to do what you want to do, and ask their advice. And they can get to know you so that when they try to reach out to somebody else in their organization, they can actually say they've met you or they've spoken with you, and they can talk about with you with a little bit more authority as opposed to just your parents or someone that you know sending off a resume and saying, you know, my son or daughter is looking for a summer internship. 
So leveraging your family and the professional relationships that they may have, something that you can do, but also you want to take those relationships and think about the process. Instead of just asking mom, dad, brother, sister to forward your resume along, the process that Leslie is outlining is make an introduction, talk to somebody, build the relationship, have a conversation with them about what you're trying to accomplish And then when the time is right, ask for help. Then you could forward on your resume, your cover letter, all the job search stuff that you're going to be doing yourself as opposed to constantly going through a family member. How about networking events and some other ways where you can meet people that are professionally relevant to you? So I've always found networking events to be a little bit lopsided. Not that many people go to networking events for the purpose of helping people that are there. More likely, people who are at networking events are looking to connect with people who can help them. And so the room tends to be lopsided in terms of who's representing the people who can connect and who's representing the people who are looking to connect. So I have not heard a lot of success stories from networking events. However, let's say it's an alumni event that's not called a networking event but it's an event around something that a speaker or something else that is drawing people to that occasion. Well, that could be a more positive networking situation because people aren't necessarily there to network, but you have a commonality with them, which is why you're there. And if you can take the time to be friendly and introduce yourself to people and ask people about themselves, they probably will in turn ask about you. I think that that's an important thing to call out is that networking events that are specifically about networking tend to be lopsided. Going to professional industry events and doing some networking there is something that's probably going to be more valuable. And it's out, it's going to show a lot of initiative on your part. So if you're interested in working in finance and you go to the Young Bay Area finance meetup, you're going to meet people that are already working in the industry. It shows that you have initiative, shows that you're trying to learn about what the jobs are like, and you can make some valuable connections that way. So, Leslie, and my advice here is when you're looking for networking events, look for things that are related to the young alumni associated with your university or industry-specific events that are have a speaker or a collection of people that are meeting in an industry that you are interested in being in. Leslie, there's also the last way that you can think about networking, which is getting involved in groups or getting some work experience. Talk to me about volunteering and how you can network inside of an internship that you may already have. Well, I think that the most valuable thing is not to view your internship or volunteer experience as something that you show up for, put in your time and leave. So I try to impress upon our clients to think of their internship as their job. Even though it's a 10 or a 12 week job, they should feel that this is a place where they work. They should try to get to know not only the people in their department, but people in other departments. Often, especially during the summer, there are going to be summer events. Maybe they have a baseball or softball team, or maybe they have some other sort of teams that compete with other companies in their area. And it's just kind of a fun evening. And it's the sort of thing that you should go in in that kind of environment. You're attending a softball game, or maybe you're playing on the team, but you're getting to know people away from their desks and getting to know them better at a different perspective. And the thing that you want to do is to make sure that during your internship, 
you can connect with people that you worked with on LinkedIn before you leave. This is going to be really important to your future professional development. And so you don't want to just sit in front of your computer and stare at your screen all day and do the work that you were asked to do as if you're not part of the group. You want to do everything that you can to insinuate yourself in that group. And so one of the things that I often suggest to people is come in early and stay late. Before official work hours start, people are you know, in their cubicles or at their desks they're drinking coffee, they're reading stuff and catching up on their emails or reading the newspaper on the phone. People are a little more relaxed, they're a little more casual, and they will take the time to just talk with you and get to know you. And same thing after hours. So if you don't arrive when you're supposed to be at work and leave when the day is officially over, you might find it easier to build relationships with the people that you're working with. I guess the last question that I have for you, you know, whether it's at an internship, a place where you're working, when you're volunteering, being involved in your school, going to events, why does networking actually matter? Why should you spend the time and go through some potentially awkward situations, you know, just to build your network? Well, I think the easy answer is that over 70% of people get jobs through networking. So if you are serious about your career, And if you want to have the most opportunities in terms of your career growth, you will network because as you get further along in your career, you'll see many more jobs are filled by people who know people and who recruit those people to come do those jobs as opposed to sifting through, you know, thousands of applications that get submitted of people that they know nothing about and have not been recommended to them. So 70% of jobs are filled by networking and that's probably the best reason to do it. Networking is not just an important thing that you need to do to find your first job. The network that you build in your school, in your work experience, in your social life is going to support you throughout your career and your entire life. The relationships that you build are going to help you find jobs, going to help you navigate difficult situations, and your career is going to be long right? It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So keep in mind that, you know, when you're in school, the relationships that you're building become professional relationships. They're important. Knowing as many people as you can, building those relationships, investing in them only pays dividends down the road. Leslie, any last words on the importance of networking and any other tips to make sure that people are networking effectively? One thing that we didn't talk about is university clubs So many, many colleges have university clubs in large cities. And these university clubs can really be a mecca for meeting people who are alumni, going to events that are really informative. We, in fact, have done several events at university clubs where we've had panels of human resources people, for example, that come and talk about their advice to get entry-level jobs. And there's always a networking opportunity afterwards. So These university clubs are a really fabulous place to not only network, but get some really good information and meet some very interesting people from all different arenas in terms of careers and interests. I think at the end of the day, a lot of the times people that are looking for their first job feel awkward about networking. It can be a little uncomfortable meeting people for the first time. The more natural you can be in building your network, the more that you can engage with various communities, the less. I'm meeting you with an agenda conversations you're going to be have. And the other thing that I'll add is while you're networking, don't be selfish, 
right? Networking is about building relationships. So offer to help people identify what their needs are and always be willing to give as much as you're asking for. And that's the way to build a great network. I think that's terrific advice. Do not be a selfish networker. So instead of just telling somebody what you need from them, try to get to know something about them and offer them some advice, some introductions. Whenever I meet people for the first time in any kind of scenario, I always observe something about them and say, oh, have you been doing this a long time? If you know, I'm in a store or an office or whatever, how did you get interested in this? And people, you know, if you ask them questions about themselves, are pretty open to talking to you and giving you information and sharing things about them. And you may in that conversation discover some commonalities. Maybe you went to the same school. Maybe you had a really good friend who went to that school. But the minute that you can sort of Find a thread that there's some commonality that you have with that other person, even though you're meeting them for the first time, there's going to be a comfort and a relaxation because there's something that you share in common. And I think that's really important. So try to find those things that may be commonalities so that it makes it easier to launch a conversation and talk about things that you both are interested in and know about before you go ahead and ask for their help in something. And also, I just want to say that when you're reaching out to alumni from your school, they're often very, very helpful, even if they don't know you. So on LinkedIn, you can identify alum from your school. And I would stick with those who, you know, are out of school five years or less because they tend to be more willing to sort of pay it forward because they just went through this process recently and they know that it's stressful and they know that it's difficult. And so they're more empathetic. And they also have a better idea of what's going on at that side of the company, at the entry level, internship level, for early careerists. And they can really guide you in terms of not only telling you what you might need to do to be successful in the interview process, but also helping you understand what are the things that you can do to demonstrate that you'd be a good fit for that organization. I think that's great advice. And the last tip that I'll leave you with is great networkers are not just great talkers. They're great listeners. They understand who they're talking to and they pay attention to what their needs are. So when the time is right, they can pay back any favors that they've asked for. And that wraps up this episode of the Finding a Job podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Leslie Mittler, co-founder and career coach at Early Stage Careers. If you'd like to learn more about Leslie, you can click on the link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send her a tweet at Early Stage Careers. That's E-A-R-L-Y-S-T-G-C-A-R-E-E-R-S. Or you could visit her company's website, which is earlystagecareers.com. A couple of links in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to fajpod.com, which stands for Finding a Job Podcast, fajpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and the contact information for our guests. If you're a subscriber to the Finding a Job Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. We'd love to hear from you, so we created fajpod.com slash question, where you can send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a regular stream of job search tips and tricks in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to stay positive and keep networking. 